episode 16, Brotherly Love and Hate. I brought my brother Jer back for another segment of it. Very excited for you guys to hear that conversation, and we'll dive into that in a little bit. But also wanted to talk about uh, my very first uh, game as a credentialed NBA reporter. It was unbelievable, and I'll dive into that as well. But before I do so, how's everybody doing? Hope you've all had another good week. Uh, very excited again <laughs> to chat about this. I've teased it for the last few weeks. Uh, honestly, probably even more than that. Just that I've got some big things coming. Some things are changing. And uh, last night I actually got to live it out, which was pretty awesome. So shout out to SB Nation. Shout out to Liberty Ballers for making it happen. When I signed with these guys, this was kind of part of the deal. And I was so excited about it and wanted to kind of pick the right game, right? Obviously, uh, I'm not just going to like roll to some random game for <laughs> to report on. Uh, but luckily, the Sixers are out here in Utah and was able to go to that. It was unbelievable. I have to give some shout outs uh, because I didn't know what I was doing. If I was in Philly, this would be different. Obviously, Paul, Liberty Baller guys would take care of me. Uh, I know, obviously, some local reporters, everything like that. So I went into it blind, not really knowing what to expect. Have to give a huge shout out. My guy, Keith Pompey. Unbelievable. Uh, really appreciate him letting me tag along with him. Kind of just I was attached to his hip for a lot of it. Uh, shout out my guy, Tony Jones. Both these guys I've had on as guests. Tony Jones of The Athletic. He's based out here in Utah, covers the jazz. He was also there, was able to meet up with him, which was great. Um, Rich with The Athletic. Uh, Gina. These these Everybody there was just unbelievable. Lauren with the Sixers and Nick as well. Like Everybody was great. And I had the time of my life. I had a very cool and surreal moment right when the game started. Was sitting up in my little designated press spot little name on the the name tag and everything and it was kind of like a whoa this is really cool like i have been able to get to this point which i mean i'm talking about like i made it i haven't but this was just a goal of mine and kind of a dream of mine for since i started the podcast and even before that was like hey i really want to take this somewhere i want to be a i want to be on the back end i want to have the credential the past the media all that jazz so for me sitting there with my name, Liberty Ballers underneath it uh, as a credentialed reporter was pretty unbelievable. So it was amazing. Shout out those guys for all the help, but was able to sit in on every interview, ask some questions, do my thing. Like Doc, talked with Doc pregame and postgame, talked with Shake Milton, James Harden, Joel Embiid in the locker room postgame. It was amazing. Truly amazing. It also helps that the game was very entertaining. Uh, let me just paint a picture for you real fast. About two minutes left in the game. The guy sitting right in front of me, I don't know, he works for the Jazz, don't know who he was. He had the Jaguars-Chargers game pulled up, the whole game, on his laptop in uh, right in front of me. So I, I let him know, right, it was tip-off's about to happen. I'm like, wow, I've got the best seat in the house. You're going to have this up all night? He's like, yeah, I'm from San Diego, huge Chargers fan. Like, this is going to be great. So progressively highest of highs of course in the first half and then you slowly saw his body and his uh body language shift his demeanor shift he's kind of slouched down into his chair and it was that fourth and one uh the jags had on like the 40 yard line where rather than going for or trying to kick a long field goal they went for it and etn picked up like 35 yards he literally there's two minutes left in the basketball game that we are working at covering he slams his laptop shut, puts it in his backpack, and just goes down and was gone, never to be seen again. So don't know his name, never caught it. 
whoever you are, I hope you're doing okay out there because that's unbelievable. <laughs> Poor guy. But we got to talk about the game. It was an awesome game. The Sixers definitely didn't do themselves any favors by any means. That first quarter was truly probably the best first quarter that you could have ever imagined. And I talked about it with Doc post game, asked him what it looked like. Obviously, the Jazz were down a lot of guys. No marketing, no Sexton, no Rudy Gay. Three of the four primary defenders who guarded Embiid on their last matchup in Philly, they were out. So you knew that Jazz big man Walker Kessler was going to get a lot of those minutes stacked up with Embiid. That's exactly what happened. Uh, but I was surprised. This, now, he doesn't jump out on the stat sheet, but they had Vanderbilt in there, the Jazz did, guarding Montrezl Harrell, and it didn't work. Their lineup was way too small, and this was when James Harden stepped in and took over in the fourth quarter, had like 16 straight points at one point, uh, three straight threes. He was phenomenal. It was vintage James Harden, but that first quarter, every single set that the Sixers ran was perfect. Everybody was in the right spots. Everybody's clicking. That's what Doc said. Literally everything we ran worked to perfection, and then... They proceeded to basically lose the next three quarters. It just helped that when you have the best player on the court, like he's going to make the biggest play, and that's what Joel Embiid did after the game or to end the game. Uh, I asked Joel what, what he kind of James. They ran that play perfect. They put three guys on the weak side, cleared out that whole right end because they knew exactly what was going to happen. They knew what they wanted. James kind of came off that pick and roll. Uh, Walker Kessler dove a little bit too deep. Passed it and beat, and rather than just going up right away and shooting it, he ended up shooting a little fadeaway. And I asked him, I'm like, hey, like, why, why didn't you take that first look? And basically said, I got to a spot that was more comfortable. That was a comfortable shot, and that's what he ended up shooting. Uh, also was asked if he was going to try out for the Jazz Dancers next year. Everybody laughed, and so did he, and he said maybe. If you remember, I've seen the clip. Basically, pregame, all the jazz dancers and the mascot are standing around the center court logo. And Bede's ready for the game to start. He's ready for tip-off. And he's there dancing. He's he's kind of feeling it. And it was really funny. It, it blew up and went everywhere. But it was amazing. It was unbelievable. Shake Milton, huge off the bench. Doc said pregame, hey, we've got, realistically, seven to eight guys who can be closers, who can be on the floor as a closing five. And uh, Shake showed exactly why he is a part of that. And in that conversation last night was 17 points. Love Shake. Also loved talking to him post game. Like very humble, uh, but you can tell extremely confident guy. He was asked several times about like, hey, what does this take? Like, what? It, what did you always have this in you? You haven't always been uh, maybe one of these close in one of these closing roles. Like, what does that look like? And he just straight up was like, it's just confidence. Like I've. I've always had it. It's just that next man up mentality, and I loved it. So shout-out Shake Milton, and uh, it was awesome. Also, I have to give a shout-out to all these guys because I was kind of going in it thinking like, okay, some of these dudes are kind of, I would imagine, probably going to be douchey like to the media, and they weren't at all. It was great. Um, everybody's cool, answered all the questions. Everybody's very respectful, very nice. Like Looking at it, I look, I have – I am very lucky. I've been able to do a lot of cool sports things, uh, and I, I know that. Like, I I am very grateful for all of that. But being able to be on this side of things, look at it from a media perspective, it, sitting in a media seat, it was an experience that I've never had before, and it was amazing. It was one of the coolest sporting event experiences I've ever had. Obviously, it's a dream come true being able to cover my favorite team and my favorite players. Like, that's... 
that's unbelievable. But I don't know. I, I, it's just surreal. I can't really even put it put it into words. It was all amazing. But anyway, that's it. That's enough for me. Uh, I will, however, be covering other games. So just a heads up. This is only the, this is a tip of the iceberg, and I'm extremely excited about that. Got some more exciting news uh, that I will officially be breaking next week on next week's episode. Uh, but big things, man. I, I, the, the coolest part about all of this is none of it is possible without each and every single one of you listening to this. Like, if I didn't have you as listeners in this podcast, then I wouldn't be able to do these cool things. I wouldn't be in this position. So I say it every single week how grateful I am for everybody who listens to this. But I genuinely, from the bottom of my heart, mean it. Thank you so much for listening to me talk. My stupid nasally it like my nasally voice. I'm, I, I don't know, man, I, I have no words, but I am so grateful and thankful. And I love each and every single one of you because again, last night's not possible. Looking forward. It's not possible without each and every single one of you listening. So truly thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Without any further ado, let's dive right into this. I, uh, I, I'm excited for you to hear. I love talking with my brother. He's my best friend. So it's always fun, and he's hilarious, and I love chatting with him. So without further ado, here is my conversation uh, with my brother, Jer. Let's go. Once again, I am here joined by my brother, Jeremy. We're bringing the... Brotherly Love and Hate segment, an episode back uh, again. Another quick callback. Jer, thank you for joining me again on the show. hey all. Thanks for having me. Good news is I know it's been kind of uh, relatively soon since I was last on, but I have so many things I love and hate. I could be on three times a week and list them all. So Good. That's exactly what we need, actually. So uh, before we start, I just want to apologize I sound pretty nasally almost all the time, uh, but it's especially bad today. I, If you are listening to this and know of anybody who happens to work for like a neti pot or nasal spray company, please put them in touch with me because I would love to have a sponsor to actually help a real-life problem I have. And that is de- uh, my, my nose just being congested all the time. So anyway, I apologize. So let's turn it over to Jer. Jer, what are you loving these days? We'll start with love. Give us uh, give us one thing that you're loving. I'm going to give you two things. Great. How about that? Okay, so the first thing, I know last time I was on, I talked about going to a movie alone uh-huh. by yourself, right? So it's along the same lines, but this one is actually going to a movie while you're on vacation. I don't know what it is. I think it's it's more relaxing, kind of similar to going by yourself. I just enjoy the movie more when I'm out of town. Uh, my wife absolutely hates it, and that's one of our bigger fights we've ever got. You were there. We've ever gotten in was when we went on went to a movie on vacation. But I love it. It makes me happy. I okay. I feel that because it's. I honestly think it's just something about going to the movies. Period. But it was. Was it when we were in Ireland? Is that what we got in the fight? Oh, it was in Boston. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So another time, uh, this was when it was brought to my attention that it bugged my wife. We were in Ireland, just me and you, and uh, we, for in our defense, the sun went down at like three thirty. Yeah. 
So what else? We would get up really early. We would drive. We had a rental car, so we would drive around all of Ireland, see all the cool like castles, everything like that. And then we're like, well, what? What do we do? There's a movie theater right next to where we're staying, so we ended up seeing like multiple movies. And I remember just getting crushed for it, and I was so confused because it was really enjoyable. I think we saw Creed. We did. We saw Creed. We saw like four movies in three days or something. Yeah. Maybe more. I don't remember. I don't remember all the movies we saw, but we for sure saw Creed there. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. See, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Mo- movies. That's a that's a good one. Thank you. Movies, not by yourself, but movies on vacation. All right. What's the second thing you're loving? The second one is bathroom stalls that go all the way to the ground. You know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, here in Utah, the Traverse outlets uh, at the point of the mountain have arguably the best bathroom stalls I've ever seen. And they, I don't know, I don't remember if they go all the way down, but you actually feel secluded, which is exactly what you're looking for. That's exactly what I want. Sometimes I'll drive 30 minutes just to go to the bathroom there because I have the privacy goes all the way down. Um, I, the airport also added those in. Yeah. Love it. If if they don't have them all the way down, like my office building, I feel uncomfortable. I'm worried someone's going to pop their head under. I don't know why. It's never happened. Hopefully it never will, but I don't like it. <laughs> That's fair. Um, a quick bathroom stall story. It's the first thing that popped in my head. I was at a concert in Boise, Idaho. Uh, R.L. Grime, he's a DJ. And, I mean, heaven forbid you have to go to the bathroom at a concert. That's yeah. like the worst possible thing. Yeah. So we drove there. Uh, I think we got there right in time for the concert, went straight to the concert. I'm like, I really got to go to the bathroom. So unfortunately I'm trying to get into a stall. And as you can imagine, a a concert venue bathroom is not good. So I, of course, just like I do the courtesy, like it's busy. So I give the courtesy, just like kind of push it a little bit. You got to push. Yeah. Cause you never know. Some of them, the locks don't work. You have no idea. So I gently push and the door flings wide open and a dude's sitting there who's for sure plastered and just stares right at me. I'm like, whoa, whoa. I'm like, sorry, dude. He's like, hey, brother, you got to go. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah. Yes. What'd you say? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, sorry, bro. And I just closed the door. And then wow. I just – I peaced out and ended up going out of the venue and ran to like a gas station yeah. or something. Hopefully it was terrible. Hopefully you didn't see him again. I didn't. Luckily, I did not. But I did think of that. But it was hilarious. I think about that uh, regularly. Yeah. So, yeah. So maybe lock the doors. That's, that should be on there too. All the way to the ground and make sure that they have locks on the doors. Good. That, okay, those are two really good loves. What uh, what are two things you hate? Um, we're staying on the bathroom theme here. Watching someone go into the bathroom and leave without washing their hands. That happens way too often, especially at sporting events. Yeah. It's crazy. I am thinking of when we go to the, the Utes games. Yeah. I don't know. 80% maybe higher of the people who go to the bathroom just walk on out and it grosses me out and I don't know how to fix the problem. <laughs> yeah, it's really, really disgusting. I have no, so I travel a ton for work and I notice it in the airport. Oh yeah. And it's truly disgusting because I mean, airports are really gross anyway. And an airplane, you're just like trapped in with all these strangers and yeah. some of them are gross and there's nothing worse than seeing a guy come out of the bathroom stall uh you like meet up at the all those sinks with all the mirrors so you can kind of see who's all there and then he ends up like being on your flight or something and you know that he didn't wash his hands i hate that i think we should make it 
okay to actually call these people out. Like if you see him on the fly, be like, hey man, you didn't wash your hands. What would you, what would happen if, like, how would somebody respond like that? Like if you if you called somebody out, a stranger, because no, I don't think anybody in history of the world has been no. called out for that. Probably laugh because it's so odd, but I think it needs to happen. I think that, we need to start that. That's a good. Uh, I don't see any reason why that couldn't be a thing. I yeah. think that's a good idea. Let's get it trending on Twitter. You can take videos. I don't know of calling people out. Throw it on there. It would go it'd viral. Go, it for sure would go viral, and it would start. It would make a change. Yeah, it would. More people would probably wash their hands, and then it's something to think about too. And I think about it, it grosses me out. If they're not washing their hands in public. If they're at home, there's zero percent chance they're washing their hands. That's one of the grosser thoughts yeah. because you in public see people typically you like to give them a benefit of the doubt and you see them at their best, yeah. and that's disgusting. If they're at their best and they're not washing their hands, I can only imagine what they're like at home. That's really gross. I don't even want to think about it. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I I like that idea. Maybe uh, we're going on a trip here coming up with our buddies in February. Uh, to New Jersey, but we're also going on one this weekend to St. George uh, for a golf tournament. Maybe we, uh, if you encounter somebody who we're staying with who doesn't wash their hands, tell me, and I'll film it, and you can call them out, and we'll get their reaction. That's a great idea. Great. We're doing it. Great. It's going to be trending. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm excited for it. We're going to make a difference. I like that. Okay. What is the, uh, what's the last thing that you are hating? All right. This one is probably grosser than someone not washing their hands and it is the very end of a banana <laughs> well i i've been eating a lot of bananas recently i've been putting them in my protein shakes i don't think i've ever eaten the end of the banana i will pinch it off with like the yeah, banana yeah. peel every single time because it is always it's yeah. always in the banana peel at the end and it's mushy and gross a lot of time it's the brown <laughs> banana like i don't want that in my body i don't even want to look at it that's really funny i actually we try Millie doesn't love our daughter two-year-old daughter doesn't love bananas but we still like we'll cut them up and give them to her or whatever and i can attest to that the last little part is pretty gross but yeah. that's amazing that that made your list yeah i've been eating a lot of bananas lately so it's something that <laughs> just top of mind and it grosses me out <laughs> gross that is that's a good one okay friends by now you know i'm a huge fan of griffles plasma but you may not know why i'm a fan i mean when i started donating plasma i literally had no idea why i was giving where my plasma went who it helped if anybody none of it nada but later my dad had surgery and complications that he battled for like 14 years that's when I learned all about plasma, and my whole family got on the plasma donation roster. Why? Because plasma makes medicines, and anyone, you, me, a friend, family member, heck, even an all-star shooting guard, anyone could need plasma medicine at any time. So if you're looking to help somebody, if you want to show your good side, give plasma. Sure, you get compensated every donation, but this is about so much more. Learn how plasma helps people and find a center near you at grifflesplasma.com. Tell them Josh sent you. This advertisement is a paid promotion. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There's genuinely few things I love more than a quality shirt that represents my squads that I can wear any day of the week. My guys over at Die Hard Addicts have some of the best Philly sports shirts you could ever dream of. Whether it's the Sixers, the Phillies, the Birds, they've got you covered with all things Philly sports. We're not talking those like cheap, thin quality shirts either. They've got heavy duty, good quality graphic tees that are money. I just scored the Princess Diana shirt of her wearing that Birds jacket. Couldn't possibly love it more. Hit them up on Instagram at DieHardAddicts or visit them at their website at www.DieHardAddicts.com. When you find something you like, use code JOSH24 for 10% off your order. DieHardAddicts, providing DieHard's custom gear to support their addiction. Are you sick of spending time caring for your lawn? Have you spent too much time mowing it or even just keeping it alive? Are you tired of wasting resources and money watering it? If you are like me, the answer is yes to all of those you should consider artificial grass. Beehive Turf out of northern Utah will transform your yard into looking beautiful all year round. Check out Beehive Turf on Instagram. Give them a call today for a free quote. Beehive Turf, take the sting out of caring for your lawn. Okay, before we've got a little uh, rapid-fire love-hate with a bunch of different sports topics that we'll go over, but... Uh, before we do so, we have to have our Planet Fitness story of the month, and it's a doozy. And uh, I'm I'm not even going to say anything, Jer. Please take it away. Okay. So this probably happened, I don't know, six months ago or so. I told you when it happened, but um, so I was at the gym. It's on the Smith machine. Um, obviously, you know, gyms, especially Planet Fitness, they don't have the best equipment, uh, but there are mirrors everywhere. Whatever. Pay it. Planet Fitness, hope you're hearing this. this is honest feedback. Up, is. Upgrade your equipment. It is. Upgrade it. Um, anyway, so to my left, there's a water fountain, um, and then there's like the cable machines, and there are two probably teenagers, maybe high school, early college, um, working out. And between sets, one would you know do do their reps, finish their set, and then he would start dancing, like doing a TikTok dance. Which is I thought was hilarious. Not like filming himself, no. but just like doing it out of like habit or something. Yeah, out of habit. Like he'd do a little TikTok type dance while his other buddies, you know, lifting, and then they would flip, and the other one would start doing it. And they're not filming themselves, so it's like this is kind of strange, right? Um, so I'm trying not to stare at them, do some do some moves, but I did think, wow, like good for them. They're pretty confident in themselves, right? Um, so one of them ends up leaving. I don't know where he went. He might've went to the bathroom. Um, so it was just the, the other teenager there and he was so close to the mirror in front of the cable machine, which I didn't think that much of it because, you know, sometimes you go check, Hey, is my nose clean? Whatever. Right. Um, and then all of a sudden he starts making like, like kissy faces to himself, like, like doing that and to himself in the mirror. And I'm like, okay, this this is getting weird. 
Next thing I know, he's actually kissing the mirror. He's, he's kissing himself in the mirror. Okay. And so I'm just staring at this point. I'm like, what is happening? Could this person see that? And like, was it, was he looking around? I'm assuming it's a guy. Was it a guy? It was a, yeah. Oh yeah. It's a guy. They're both guys. Was, um, was, there, was he like looking around? Was he aware of his surroundings? Were there a bunch of people there? So he knew he was being watched or what? He for sure knew he was being watched, but I think it comes back to him doing, you know, some TikTok moves. I don't think he cared. He was just doing his own thing. Um, his eyes were closed when he was kissing himself. So that should tell you, maybe he, he just didn't see me staring, but then the best part is he's doing it for, I don't know, a couple seconds, right? Not kidding. He slipped in some tongue. No. Way. Yep. He played tonsil hockey with himself on the mirror at the gym. Oh my God. And I couldn't believe it. It was one of those things like sometimes you see something you're like, Oh wow, that's crazy. But sometimes you see something you're like, Oh my gosh. And you, audibly like you say it out loud because it catches did, you so you? i'm like no way like there's no way this is happening i don't think he heard me but there there have been a few times at planet fitness where i'm like no way and i have to actually say it that's unbelievable um okay so planet fitness is planet fitness clean like on a scale of one to ten what would you rate it at as far as cleanliness goes look any gym i don't care if it's the nicest gym on the planet you're not licking the mirror no. and feeling good about it. So give your local Planet Fitness a scale of 1 to 10 on the cleanliness scale. First off, I'm not even licking my mirror at home. Yeah, yeah no. I'm, I'm not going to lick anything around. Um, it's actually pretty clean. I'd probably give it like a 7.5. Oh, wow. So it's, it's pretty clean. It's not clean enough to, to lick, to lick a mirror, mirror. or yeah. even kiss. Yeah. Even give it a peck. Yeah, that's, that's fair. <laughs> That's really gross, yeah. but that's a that's a doozy. Yeah, well. Planet Fitness, man, you got to. Uh, have you have you said which Planet Fitness you attend? Like, do we, do you want to call it out here publicly? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. What if I get banned? You're right. We're not doing that. We've I had love that place. we've we joked about reaching out to Planet Fitness headquarters last time. We did not do that, but we have had interactions with Planet Fitness on yeah. Twitter uh, because of these stories. So. We're going to uh, – I like that. We won't We won't divulge that information. That's good. Thank you. Wow. Okay. Great story, but also some very good feedback. We need Planet Fitness, at least at this local spot that you go to, to upgrade the equipment. Upgrade the equipment and make sure the bathroom stalls go to the ground because they don't. Uh, they don't right now. Okay. There you go. You heard it here first. All right, let's dive right into this. Rapid fire, love or hate. I'm just going to give you some topics. They're all sports related. I want you to tell me if you love it, if you hate it, and why. And we will start with this one. The NBA All-Star Game coming up here in February is out here in Utah for the first time since, I think, 93, 94, which, funny enough, uh, I apparently attended uh, with mom and dad. In 94? Yeah. There's a picture of me... They, like, did these little photo booths where, like, you could be in a picture and they print out, like, your own trading card or whatever. Okay. And there was a picture of Dad holding me up, and I was in it, which is kind of funny. I wasn't even alive. You were not. And I have some uh, throwback all-star memorabilia in my office right now of uh, that 93 all-star game. Anyway, it's back in Utah, and I want to know. The jerseys apparently leaked. We don't know if they're real or not. I'll put them on my Instagram so you guys can see them, too, if you haven't already. Do you love or hate the NBA All-Star jerseys? I hate them. I do not like them. Okay. 
What what specifically? I don't know. I think they're boring. Okay. I think they're boring, and I liked when they would wear their own team's jerseys. You know okay. what I mean? Yes. So you do you do like that because that's what I was going to ask you if you were a fan. Back, I wonder what year we should look that up. But what year did that change where the team stopped wearing their just Homer away jersey with like an All Star patch on it? Because I like that too, yeah. but maybe it's a nostalgia thing because yeah. when we were growing up, that's what they did. But I was going to ask if you're a fan of that or not. Well, I'm a fan of that. I'm not a fan of the the new ones. I think I can't even remember the last All Star jersey I purchased. Yeah. Do you remember the year that Embiid and Simmons were both All Stars and it was Jordan? They had one team was all black, but it had like uh, the Sixers logo yeah. on the chest, yes. and one was white. Yeah, I think I bought the black shorts. Oh yeah, I, I think that too. was the last thing I purchased that was All Star. Okay, I did too. Yeah, we're looking at the jerseys right now. Apparently, these leaks, these have to be it. They look legit. It's just boring. I yeah, think. one's just blue and says All Star on the front with like a Jordan and yeah. Kia logo, and then the other one is like almost like the Jazz. Uh, it is a Jazz. Yeah, but it's like their uh, city edition. The city edition last year, like the arches one, yeah. where it's like red, orange, and yellow. I, I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of these no, either. I, I would not buy that jersey. Yeah, there's zero percent chance I'd buy that jersey. No, I I agree. Okay, so we're in the we're in the grants here that you do not love them right. and you hate them, and I also hate them. Um, okay, we'll stick on to the all star theme here. Fan voting. Right now, it, it's very uh, obviously widely talked about and. I don't know about controversial. I just think it's complete crap that you have to have set players, which is so funny because the media likes to change and the voters for MVP and all NBA teams, they like to kind of move their goalposts as far as like voting goes, right? Where they're like, oh, well, no, Joel Embiid is the actual center. Or, oh, no, you could vote for him at power forward because he played enough minutes there, blah, 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 whatever. But for a fan all-star voting – in the East, at least, between Kevin Durant, Giannis, Jason Tatum, and Embiid, one of those four is not going to start, which makes zero sense because they are four of the MVP frontrunners. Yeah. And realistically, if you didn't have it broken down like this, it would be those four and probably like Donovan Mitchell in the East starting. But it's looking like Embiid probably will be coming off the bench if Durant is back and healthy. Do you love or hate the way that the fan voting is set up for the All-Star game? I hate it. I hate, it's hard because I, I don't like it, but I understand why they do it. Yeah. Like you have to engage the fans somehow and be like, oh, you have a voice, right? Yep. But it's so it's lame. And like you said with the all-NBA thing, like that if Embiid is coming off the bench, they don't have a center on that team. Yeah, they you don't. You know what I mean? They don't. So, but, yeah, but for the all-NBA teams where their contracts are actually tied to that and being able to be eligible for Supermax, like to not be put on – that as a power forward but he's really a center like it just doesn't make any sense you gotta do either or i think yeah but overall i'm not a huge fan of the fan voting and i really haven't been remember when like zaza was leading i think that's when they started changing things right so i'm i'm with you i also hate it i love i love the idea of it like you said where it's a way to keep the fans involved that's great because that needs to happen but i i hate uh i hate how it's set up that's really really annoying yeah Okay, sticking to Utah themed, do you love or hate the fact that Utah Jazz fans cheered and gave Donovan Mitchell a standing ovation in his return to Utah? I love it. I think it's great. I'm glad that that happened. I mean, I'm sure I wasn't there, but I'm sure some boos were that people were booing. 
Uh, but overall, it sounded like most people cheered for him, which is good. He was here for however long, you know, Jazz drafted him. He, he did a lot of big things here. And, um, yeah, I'm glad that that happened. I agree. Uh, jazz fans are a very passionate bunch. And I saw it firsthand just barely uh, last night at the Sixers game uh, when Niang checked in. And they, yeah. they loud ovation for Niang. They either really, really love their former players or if you're Gordon Hayward, they really, really hate you. Or Darren Williams when he came back because he was blamed for running Jerry Sloan out of town. They're, they were not fans of him. Jazz fans are very passionate, and they're very loud, and I give them that. But I also love that they gave – I, I love that they cheered for him. Right. Like I, I talked about it on my last episode, but like it, I expected more of a mixed bag. I think I was pleasantly surprised that they gave him such a good ovation. Um, and the, the way the game went kind of was perfect. Like he went off at 46 and the jazz won. So right. that, that kind of is best of both worlds. I do think it helps that they got, um, marketing and yeah. he's been playing so well. If he was terrible and you know, Sexton wasn't playing cause he's kind of been hurt. Yeah. Um, then more people would be upset, but overall glad it happened. He deserves to be cheered. I agree. I agree. I, I actually love that they did that. Um, okay. Kind of on the same theme because the jazz played the Sixers last night. Sixer guard Tyrese Maxey, he signed a shoe deal with New Balance. Do you love or hate that? Love it. And it makes me so happy for him. It, I I mean, he's just the happiest guy ever, so I'm glad that someone, you know, signed him to some type of shoe deal. Now, I don't know. Is he going to get his own shoe? Probably not. But he's probably what? I, I, I can only name, what, Kawhi, DeJounte Murray maybe. Who else is New Balance? Jack Harlow. And Jack Har- Jack Harlow, yeah. So if, if you like, he's for sure top three, top five players signed by New Balance. If you could be a top three, top five players by any shoe company, you sign that. Yeah, I agree. I think that's fair. I also love it. I don't. Lo- I don't love or hate New Balance basketball shoes because I don't. I've never had a pair, so yeah. I can't say. Um, I don't love New Balance shoes. I like that they. I love that they have like made a comeback into like cool casual kicks you wear on the street. I think that's cool. I personally don't have a pair. Uh, but I don't hate them, yeah. um, and I am curious to see. I, I actually I'm gonna get a pair of New Balance basketball shoes just to try them out. Uh, shout out our guy Dez Desron yeah. who is at New Balance. Uh, yeah, some New Balance love. But I, I also love this. I think it's awesome. Like you said, Maxie's just the happiest dude ever. So I'm sure he was thrilled to get a shoe deal, um, and honestly, he deserves it. Yeah. I, th- I think it's cool. Yeah, he's awesome. He's he's gonna have a long career in the NBA. I don't. At some point, I think he'll be an all-star. I don't think it'll be when he plays with Embiid and Harden. I don't think there's enough, I don't know, ball to to go around for him to get there. But at some point, he will be an all-star, so it's a good investment by New Balance um, just in long term. Agreed. Completely agree. Okay, sticking on the shoe theme. Uh, Jason Tatum's first signature shoe with Jordan came out. Apparently, it leaked. Do you you love or hate it? (laughs) It's hard. This is a hard one. Yeah. Because I don't love it, but I can't say I hate it either. Um, will I ever buy it? No, I won't. I'm not excited to like, hey, I'm, I'm going to go buy this. Uh, but it, I mean, it, it looks fine. It I, looks fine. I don't. So you're impartial. I'm impartial. You can't hate it. Look at it. You're looking right at it. Yeah. But you can't love it. No, either. you definitely can't love it. To me... It looks like if it didn't have a Jordan logo on it, you would think it was like a Shaq brand shoe. Uh, Shaq's a little extreme. No, for for real though. Like, look at just the front half of the shoe. You would not say that's yeah. like a Nike. Is that, 
Did that go all the way through? I don't is know. That like a big hole in, in I don't know. At the bottom of the shoe it looks like there might be a hole that goes all the way through. That's weird. Yeah, it is. I don't I don't know. I, I feel the impartial thing. If I had if I had a gun in my head I had to pick if I loved or hated it, I would say I definitely dislike it more than I like it. So I have That's to fair. lean towards uh I hate it. But that said, it will be I don't love the colorway. Maybe this is a hot take. I don't love when players of any sport wear shoe colors that don't have any color coordination with their jerseys that they're wearing. I never have liked that. I like when they match. So looking at this picture that leaked, it's like black and red and white. Obviously not Celtics colors. So even if it's just black and white minus the red, if that's gray or if that's green, maybe I'll I'll like it different when it's on. Um, But right now, just looking at the picture, and again, I'll put this on my Instagram if you haven't seen it, but I have to lean towards hate it. Yeah, that's fair. You've always been a guy who like, hey, shoes have to match the jerseys and you have to wear the same shoes as all your teammates. No, no, yeah. no. no. It, look, in high school when I played, we had team shoes. Yeah. And then after sophomore year, we got rid of it. And then uh, just me and my close friend, Skitty, we had matching shoes because it was cool. BFFs. Yeah, but I don't, I don't think that professional players need to match <laughs> shoes. But I, I don't know. I, I don't I, – I will say this. I've become more and more open to the idea of shoes not matching yeah. jerseys. And I think, honestly, what it was was Kobe – the Grinches. I love the Grinches. Yeah. Grinches are – you have them right here. Yeah, they're right behind you. And I think that they – that opened my eyes of like, okay, cool. Like, that's just a cool shoe. I don't care if it matches or not. And right. then NFL guys do it all the time even though they get fined, which, which is, is – so cool, though. Not cool they get fined, but awesome. See, yeah. I'm all in. Wear any color shoe you want. There are some that just probably will look dumb with any uniform. Doesn't yeah. matter what what your team you're on. Agreed. Uh, but I'm I think go for it. Do whatever yeah. you want. That's fair. Okay. All right. Uh, speaking of football, guys, next love or hate. The NFL has changed the Pro Bowl this year. Instead of that stupid game that nobody tried in, yeah. they're gonna now do like a flag football game and a skills competition. Do you love or hate that? Love it. Pro Bowl was the worst thing ever. Nobody it, tried. No. I. It's I mean, the worst all-star event in all of sports. Yeah, there's no reason to actually play, and like it's such a contact sport. Nobody wants to get hurt. They're not playing for anything. It's yeah. it's stupid. Yeah. So I'm glad that there's some type of skill competition that doesn't fix me wanting to watch it. Like I still will not watch a skill competition, um, but it's better. Yes, I completely agree with that. Uh, thank goodness for Twitter because we'll see like the clips and the highlights yeah. of the skill stuff. And I know that the man, Eli and Peyton, are going to be like the coaches of the flag football game. That'll be funny, enjoyable. I love the Manning cast uh, on games on ESPN. I think that's great. So this is a very positive turn, right. and I also love Step it. Step in the right direction for sure. Agreed. Okay, we'll end with this one. Uh, us being obviously University of Utah football fans, we start off the season next year with Florida. Signed a home and home with them. Last year we were in Gainesville. This year they're out in Salt Lake City. Rumors that the game is moving from a Saturday to a Thursday to be the first college football game. Do you love or hate that? I love Saturday games. But the fact that it's the first football game, I think I love it. Okay. I think I do. Usually I hate Thursday night games. But because it's the first one of the year, I think I'm, I'm okay with it. See, I I love the fact that it's the first game in the year, right. but I hate the fact it's on a Thursday. Well, that's how I am. Yes. 
I just, uh, like you said, the Thursday night isn't college football. It's not college no. football. It never has been, never will be. We're not in, like, the Conference USA or whatever conference that is that plays on ESPN on, like, Thursdays. Right. But I, I don't know. I, I'm coming more and more open to the idea. Not that, that I have any opinion or, or my, that my opinion matters in this. It doesn't. It doesn't. But Thursday night, uh, I don't know. May, uh, maybe we'll be more excited when the season actually gets here. Yeah, I'm sure we won't care. But I, I do think it's cool it's the first game of the year. Yeah. I'd rather it be on a Saturday. What if it was Saturday and the first game of the year? Best of both worlds. Yeah, I agree with Let's that. Let's talk to someone and make it happen. You're a, a podcaster now. You can tweet them or something. <laughs> a lot of weight. Holding a lot of weight. Yeah. Um, okay, that's it. Jared, do you have any parting words that you would like to say before I let you go? No. Okay. <laughs> Great. Jeremy, it's a pleasure as always. Uh, again, I'm very excited for our golf uh, tournament slash trip this weekend. Shout out all the Fox Hollow guys for putting it on and inviting us yeah. uh, for the second straight year somehow. Don't know why our golf game is not up to par with you guys, but we have fun. We have so much fun. We have the most fun out of any team there for sure. I, I would oh, thousand no, I would a thousand percent agree with that. Yeah. And a special shout out to Jackson and Riley, uh, two guys who put it on. I'm very excited. And uh, Drape and Riker, our teammates. It will yep. be great. Yep. Can't wait. That'll be fun. It'll be great. Okay. Thanks, brother. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Jer. Again, always a pleasure when I get to chat with him. He's a funny dude. Um, that's all I got. I love you all. Uh, I had to update you on this because it's fun. I mentioned last week I was going to Wendover, which is the saddest place on earth, but kind of close to me so I could bet on games. For all those who listened, I said the one I felt great about was the Giants, and I'm very thrilled because now the birds get the Giants at home. feel really good about that, and I want some money, which is great. Uh, my dad gave me some advice. All you betters, I'm sure, have heard this. Uh, life's too short to bet the under. So I went ahead and did a parlay, a little six-legger on all overs. And as of five minutes ago, this is Sunday night, uh, I'm five for five. It all depends on the over for the Bucks boys game tomorrow night at 45 and a half. Pray for me, please. This would be fun. A little $10 bet when 500 bucks. I take that. Be delightful. So yeah, fun. Had to update you there. Uh, the Sixers Lakers are going right now. It's halftime. I know Jass, my boy Jass, uh, has a podcast coming out to kind of recap everything. Uh, Embiid have a great first half and hope they can close that out. Back-to-back, especially on the road, are never fun. So that is something to look forward to. Also, apparently, Jokic just hit a step-back three to win it against the Magic at home for a triple-double. And uh, my inbox is blown up because I tweeted something about Jokic (laughs) the other day. (gasps) Anyway, Nuggets fans are hilarious. Look, I don't dislike Jokic. I think he's kind of boring. Uh, He's great at what he does. I don't love him, but I don't hate him. But Jokic fans, uh, similar to BYU, make it easy to root against him. So any Nuggets fans and Jokic fans out there, you are the reason that I keep doing this. So uh, keep it up because it's fun. I enjoy it. Anyway, that's all I got. I love you all. Hope you all have a fantastic week. Next week, got one of my good buddies on uh, as a guest, which I'm really excited about. Going to be a fun episode. But hope you all got a fan- uh, have a fantastic week. Love you all. Be nice to each other. Uh, tech. This is random, but you know what? Text someone you love them. It's one of your homies, one of your parents, whatever. Be nice. <laughs> that's all I got. Uh, love you all, and that's all, folks.
more to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.